This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 208. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be talking about tasty ways to use hummus. Now, I am one that's always just used it for dipping veggies, but um, and you know, it's okay, but you do get a little bored of it after mm-hmm. a while. So never fear. We asked the question. Someone asked the question. Yes, it was actually it was actually a uh, member question in our peas and carrots society. What up, peas and carrots? <laughs> if you don't know what the peas and carrots society is, why not? Peas and carrots. <laughs> the peas and carrots society is our closed Facebook group. If you go out to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen, you will be hit up with a request to join. And Larissa will do a quick little background check just to make sure you're not, uh, you didn't open your account uh, four minutes ago and uh, have uh, nothing but Ray Ban mm-hmm. <laughs> Bans or something else. Right. On your... You don't belong to 687 yeah. groups. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and you are in after that. And what is this group? This is a great group of non-judgmental vegans, vegetarians, and just people who are veg curious who help each other out with some, uh, let's see what else we share. Pets, we share recipes, recipes we share social uh, questions. Yeah. yeah, social mm-hmm. questions. All this is why we made it closed. So that way in case, so that way people were comfortable with asking mm-hmm. questions. Travel so, recommendations. Travel recommendations. Yep. All sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you're interested, head out and, uh, and put in your request to join. Absolutely. So, these suggestions are from those folks. So let's get let's get to them. We don't have a rating this time. If you haven't gone out to iTunes and left us a rating yet, we would greatly appreciate it. We do have quite a few ratings out there, but you know the competition is kind of tight out there. So it's mm-hmm. really good among podcasts that is. So it's really good when you leave us a rating because that helps people to find us. Right. So uh now this uh question in the peas and carrots was it was actually asked asked uh, can't talk it was asked by a member okay. and that that member was Kit Collins Kit Collins yeah thank you I for some reason I, I'm looking to Vicky because for some reason on my copy of the outline um it Kit's name didn't show up so. hmm. yeah your iPad is given out I it think. is it, it is all right well here's what Kit said Kit said I bought too much hummus I picture like Kramer and the uh, at the price club to the price club yeah, yeah bring a lot of <laughs> Like a like 28 a, ounce, <laughs> it's the big, right? the, yeah, whatever. Anyways, uh, any unique and interesting ideas of how to use it more than just putting it on bagels and dipping vegetables in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the fir- uh, one of the first things that, uh, one of the first comments was from Elizabeth who said, uh, you can never buy too much hummus. <laughs> the end. <laughs> so, the end, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, I thought this would be a really good um uh, podcast topic. And so a couple of years ago, we actually made a tutorial video for making hummus. And uh, I'll, I'll link to that. And I'll, I'll put the video actually in the show notes for this episode. But it's out on YouTube on our YouTube channel. Um, so you know, some of the uses that and I in addition to the peas and carrots uh, responses, I kind of went out and I just kind of googled, you know, uses for hummus and you know, things to do with with hummus and, and got some really good ideas. But um, so the first thing that several people mentioned is to use it in sandwiches and wraps. So kind of in place of a sandwich spread like mayonnaise or, or veganaise, if you're vegan. 
I think that would go really well. I've never done that myself. I think that would go really well, particularly the flavored hummus, like mm-hmm. uh, roasted like red pepper. Red pepper, and, right. Yeah. I think that would re- go really well. Right, yeah. So you can either use it as a spread on the your pita or your whatever you, you're using, or you can actually use it as a part of the filling for your sandwiches. You know, I never had hummus before. This is going to sound weird. I never had hummus before we were vegetarian four years ago. I've never had it. You I've know, never I, been, I guess, curious. I've heard of it, of yeah, course, but yeah. I just never had it. Well, I think I m- may have had it a time or two before mm-hmm. then, but not... But now it's a staple in our refrigerator. Yeah, yeah. We pretty much have it all the time. Yeah. But again, it's good to hear these ideas because mm-hmm. we pretty much use it for, I at least I mm-hmm. do, pretty much use it vegetables for dipping or vegetables. Or right? or something. So we talked about as a uh, as a spread. Right. right? Or, and as a filling. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So now a couple of the suggestions uh, directly from the peas and carrots. Suzanne and Michael both said that they use it in place of mayo, as we mentioned. Uh, Divya said that she uses it in falafel sandwiches. And then uh, Elizabeth uses hummus instead of butter to make sandwiches and then uses it also in wraps. So Very cool. Several things along those lines. And then kind of going along the uh, the sandwich uh, theme, Mindy said that uh, she said, I love toasted hummus and tomato sandwiches. I would like that. You would not. You're not a tomato fan, but no, I would like that. No, I'm not a tomato person. Um, but then here's something interesting. Allie suggested using it in place of cheese in a quesadilla. That is an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. So we're not vegan, but I we do go every, every now and then. I, I do have a vegan day here and there. That would be a really good idea to try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about um, here's another one that's really interesting. Use as salad dressing. So Ginger Grace Smith suggested to either add hummus to salads as is or thin it and use it as dressing. Mm-hmm. That. Sounds like a good idea. Right, right. So uh, to thin it, basically just dilute dilute it with olive oil and water until it reaches kind of like a Thousand Island dressing-like consistency. Um, and then you can add a bit more lemon juice and salt and mix it with the greens that you have, and it'll make like almost a I, – I, I'm picturing almost a, a thicker – vinaigrette kind of thing you know yeah especially with the lemon juice um i think that would be interesting and then for pasta salad you can thin the hummus to the consistency of a creamy salad dressing and season with salt and pepper that also sounds like a great Mm -hmm. idea you can combine it with a corkscrew type pasta or any shape really that will hold like hold Mm -hmm. the dressing Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I, I imagine you could use like uh, the big elbows, mm-hmm. you know, the right. macaroni. That's or... what my mom uses for pasta salad. Mm-hmm. It's really right. Good. Yeah. And that's good because like like you said, it kind of gets in there, all those little grooves and, and uh, tubes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, And then you just add your other pasta salad ingredients, uh, chill and serve. Here's another suggest- suggestion. <laughs> Make pizza. Carrie George said... There is a great cafe where I live that makes thin crust pizza using crepes. Their Egyptian pizza pizza uses hummus for the sauce and then has red onion, artichokes, olives, red peppers, and feta. Uh, It's amazing. I Mm. tend to make something similar at home using pitas as the base. Mm -hmm. It's quick, easy, delicious. That sounds also quick, easy, delicious, and healthy. Right, yeah. And, you know, I've used pita before uh, when I make pizza you know just a quick one mm-hmm. i've done that before but i just use regular sauce and but that something the hummus definitely would make it a different a different uh um 
experience. Right. I guess. <laughs> All right. All right. So another uh, thing kind of along those similar lines is to use it in pasta dishes, either as a sauce or as a filling. So Danielle said uh, to thin it out with almond milk and then, or don't, she said, uh, and use it as a pasta sauce. It's really good with olives and oregano. Leanne Nagy said, chop up some cal- Kalamata olives, onion, and bell peppers really fine, mix it into the hummus, and then stuff the mixture into pasta shells. Cover with pasta sauce and some fresh basil and bake. I would really dig that. Mm-hmm. I love stuffed shells. Mm-hmm. And this is a really good um, idea as a substitute for, with the, for like the, the ricotta the cheese, and, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's a really good idea, especially if you're vegan. That'll give you an option uh, to do it to do stuffed shells without the cheese. Uh, And, you know, another thing that I hadn't thought of, and I mean, these are just really good, like innovative ideas, right? That you just don't, you don't think of because you're so, you're so used to a food being used in a certain way, you know? Um, But that's why I love to see like these, all these creative things. So uh, another suggestion, the the last one we have right now is um, to use it, uh, to add to soup as a thickener or as even a main ingredient. So Tamara said that she uses hummus to thicken soup. And Kelly um, also said she adds hummus to soups, especially broccoli soup. I could see that because mm-hmm. I love broccoli soup. Mm-hmm. So I could see that kind of like what I've typical, typically had in the past is, is uh, broccoli and cheese. cheese yeah. So I can see this kind of having mm-hmm. that same consistency. Right. Yeah, Definitely. All right. Well, this was a short episode. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but was. Uh, hopefully this has provided you with some good alternatives, some creative ways to uh, to try hummus. Because I think one of the things that folks can get challenged with, especially if they're trying to go, go more plant-based at the very beginning, they run out of ideas. Mm-hmm. And I think last week, was in the last week episode, we talked yeah. a little bit about somebody said, help, I don't have any... Actually, it was two, two weeks ago. Was it two ago, weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Um I yeah, just they're became new our, vegetarian. Yeah, they're new vegetarians and we're eating salad pretty much. And that happens to a lot of us. Larissa and I actually weren't even that good. We mm-hmm. were eating still a lot of processed foods yeah. and we still battle with that here and there. But it's I think a lot of these creative ideas can help to uh, help people not be bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the beginning. Exactly. Right. And, you know, I think that if you are less bored in the beginning especially you're less uh, you're more likely to stick with it all right are we ready to move into the recipe of the week let's and uh you know normally we try to use a recipe suggested by uh, one of the peas and carrots members in the group uh but this time i found this when i was kind of uh searching for hummus you know ways to use hummus I found this in an article, and I just thought that uh, because we just talked about using it in soup, I thought that this would be a good one to share. It's mushroom and hummus soup. Actually, this was recommended by somebody. It's recommended by N slash A. I'm just looking at Larissa's notes, and it's N A. Silly, silly. All right, so the recipe does call for chicken broth, but you can you know substitute vegetable broth or vegetable stock um, if you're you know, if you want to do that. All right. The quote of the week. Are we ready to move in, into that? Sure. Okay. The quote this week is from the um, legend and recently deceased, Greg Allman, mm-hmm. who said, there are as many ways to write songs as there are songs. 
Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And he just, when he, when I was making this outline, he had just passed away. Mm. I mean, like that day. And so I thought that would be fitting um, to do. Now, of course, when, by the, by the time this publishes, it'll be a couple weeks right, past, right. but uh, I thought that would be, that would be fitting to, to do that. All right. Uh, and now comes a part where we talk about a favorite product. And this is actually from Cosmo. I don't chew these things. Yeah. <laughs> this I is don't his favorite product. So um, this is Cosmo's recommendation. Absolutely. These are Pet Stages Dogwood Stick. He loves these things. And we are not into giving him any sort of animal like mm-hmm. uh, bones or ears or anything like right. that. Right. No rawhide. Uh, and these are actually safer than real sticks. They're very durable. They are really good for his teeth. And he just, he loves them. He loves to chew. They're, they're, yeah, because they're so durable, they're really good for really strong, active chewers. And he's like, he's like the strongest chewer. That In fact, we had to start this podcast over again at one point <laughs> because he brought his stick in when we were recording and started to chew it. So and it was a little loud. But uh, so what these are is uh, they're 30% real wood. Uh, they don't splinter. They're non-toxic. Um and they so because they have a little bit of wood in them, they uh, have that natural wood smell, and they when as as he chews, they break off. They don't break off in big pieces, so it's not like he's swallowing big pieces of stuff. You know, it's just tiny little things that that break off as he chews it down and they pass through the digestive system uh, safely. Of course, you know, as with any toy, you should never leave your pet unattended, Mm -hmm. you know, with it. And uh, so I keep an eye on them, but I order these from Amazon. We'll put the Amazon, our Amazon affiliate link for these in the show notes. And, uh, but I order them in bulk and they last them a good long time. Yeah, and I, w- I will say, too, sometimes people worry, oh, it's wood. Is he going to start to love to chew wood? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, the thing is, is, and this is our third dog we've had since we've been together, mm-hmm. uh, and I will tell you, I think the most important thing is that you redirect them when they're mm-hmm. chewing on something you don't want them to. Mm-hmm. I don't I've ne- I don't have a dog that chews on shoes, on the house, on any... Well, there's no. a little piece that he has been yeah, kind of favoring, but... <laughs> and Molly went through at that stage, too, when she was young. When she was about his age, she went through a little bit of a stage where she would chew the house and so i mean but you you'd always need to keep well that's the point is that it's usually when we're not looking at them but when you are this is why it's so important especially when they're puppies he just doesn't destroy the house Mm -hmm. i mean he's not chewing on the floorboards and stuff like that because these help to redirect him Mm -hmm. so when he's not when we catch him starting to sniff around or licking something that he's not supposed to, you, you say that. no, and you give him the stick that he can chew, and mm-hmm. then he realizes what he can chew. Yeah, and we call these his special stick um, because it's it's a stick, but it's not a stick. It's special. It's better mm-hmm. than a stick. So it's a special <laughs> stick. So there are so special sticks laying in various various stages of of. Yeah. being chewed all over the house. Being protective mommies, the, as soon as it gets to a, to a little bit of a nub, mm-hmm. I usually take it because I don't want him to accidentally mm-hmm. yeah, hurt, choke on yeah. it or anything. But yeah. Um, yeah, no issues with it and he loves it. So mm-hmm. We will have a link in the show notes and just so you guys know, full disclosure, that is an Amazon affiliate link, which means that if you purchase that or anything through that link when you click on it, mm-hmm. Amazon will kick us back a couple of bucks at 
no extra charge to you, but that is one way you can help to support the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. So what's the question this week, Larissa? Question. All right. Well, it's a simple one as usual. Uh, so do you even like hummus? Maybe you're a hummus hater. I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't hate hummus like I hate bananas. <laughs> I actually like hummus. Uh, but uh, so do you like hummus? So, and what, if so, what are your favorite ways to eat it? All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. One thing I did want to do was to call out our Golden Apple Roundtable group, who are again continuing to support this show and help keep the lights on. What is the Golden Apple Roundtable? They are supporters that uh, support us through Patreon. Patreon is um, a website where people can help to support artists, and in this case, podcasters that they love. So if you go out to patreon.com forward slash vegetarian zen, you will see a quick video of Larissa and I uh, just talking a little bit about vegetarian zen and how um, you can support the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will also see on our website, vegetarianzen.com, we have a list of supporters. So all the folks, again, many thanks for helping this show continue. Right. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.